Time you dropped that Bible since she's been in there. Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? Welcome to Quarantine Confessions. I'm your host, AG, and with me is Jordan Coburn. Jordan, how are you? Hello, I am doing well. How are you? Good. We are in the weekend. I am pumped. I am ready, Fifi. I am psyched, and I'm excited about uh, the Quarantine Confessions. They're really good this week. Um, Everyone, if you have Quarantine Confessions you want to share with us, you just go to our website, dailybeanspod.com or quarantineconfessionspod.com, and you can submit them there through the contact form, or you can submit them on our Twitter account, at dailybeanspod, through the pinned tweet. I think there's a Google Drive there where you can uh, send them in, and then let us know if you want to be named or remain anonymous, and let us know what your pronouns are, if, if, if you want us to, uh, to go over your pronouns, too. So, uh, I'm going to kick this off <clears throat> with this confession. Uh, and it's also, I think, a correction or, or like a like a response as well. So here, let's just do this. It's from Anonymous. Her pronouns, she, her. First, she says, I have a quick response to one of last week's confessors. They said, who changes jobs during a pandemic? Me. I do. Twice. I left one job in May to start another, and I'll be leaving this job in August to start a third job. To make <laughs> things worse, in light of the pandemic, all three of these jobs are in different states. Oh, okay, my gosh. Now. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, My actual confession. I have a couple weeks in between finishing my current job and starting the next one. And I'm taking this time to go on a trip. I know travel is not really advisable, but my confession is that I don't feel guilty. Uh, I'm a little nervous about flying, but where I'm coming from, Wyoming, and where I'm going, Montana, uh, we don't have a lot of cases here or there. And I just feel uh, justified taking a mental health break for a few days between jobs. I feel like I'm supposed to feel guilty, otherwise bad about doing this, but I don't. And that's my confession. To end on a lighter note, I have another confession of sorts. During quarantine times, I've been emailing a few of my favorite podcasts. So far, three of them have read my emails on air. The Daily Beans was the third notch in my podcast bed post. <laughs> and now maybe quarantine confessions will be the fourth. Insult your best evil slutty laugh here. <laughs> um, Wait, what's an aside, evil slutty my... laugh? <laughs> <laughs> I just tried it. I don't know. I, I, I know you did a good. you did a magnificent job. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry this was so long. She says, "Hope you all are doing well, and I love your shows. You got your fourth bedpost notch, my anonymous friend." Um, so funny. Oh, I get it. The slutty was from the bed. Got it. I get yeah, it now. You get it. Don't uh, don't feel guilty. You know, if you're being safe and you're considerate of others, that's that's what you got to be. You know. Yeah, totally. I do appreciate that. This was quite literally a confession because that is something that some people might feel guilty about right now, given the different statuses of COVID in their state and stuff. So I appreciate you being open about that. I think um, 
some airlines are obviously handling it better than others so i really hope you're you're able to be on a plane that's doing it the right way unlike american airlines who is apparently continuing with their policy of having zero problems packing their planes to 100 percent capacity so be careful and, and be safe and and enjoy enjoy your trip yes indeed that's i i mean you know like i said you're, you're being considerate of others that's that's what you that's it you know mm-hmm. that's the whole game yes definitely um okay i have to pause because my ring finger just hit oh it's back oh my gosh you don't have to pause that was strange i just i thought i deleted i pressed the trash can accidentally and it went away and then i just searched confessions and it popped up again some trash can i wish all trash cans (laughs) were like that (laughs) (laughs) kind of defeats the purpose for when you put the cake in there and then you don't yeah. want to then you're sad that you put the cake in there yeah yeah exactly or the other <laughs> half of the stella that i referenced uh on the good news segment <laughs> i was like uh-huh. i shouldn't be doing this at 10 30 a.m and then i put it in the trash uh, <laughs> uh okay next next up from carolyn pronoun she her carolyn says approximately 15 years ago i was diagnosed with breast cancer it was early enough that the biopsy and removal of half a dozen lymph nodes was all the surgery i required i did have radiation wow. treatment though and discovered that cooked meat is firmer than raw meat during quarantine i started passing on wearing a bra a couple of days ago while bent over i noticed the irradiated breast aka perky hung down six inches while the other breast hung down 12 inches i pointed out the difference to my husband and his response was that he likes variety (laughs) (laughs) my hubby is a keeper <laughs> and then two hearts, which I hope are meant to uh, denote two boobs. This is amazing because Jordan, you talk about this a lot in your in your comedy. <laughs> I do. I have incredibly <laughs> uneven breasts, like like very 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 uneven. And I have a joke about it. Uh, yeah, it's it's just for me personally, it's very bad. I say that when I'm leaning over and I'm naked, my boobs, it looks like a bar graph of a company that just had a really successful quarter is the, is the punchline. <laughs> Cause it's just like completely just up and then it's gnarly. It is a huge difference. And I think after saying that joke on air now and having it be the best joke in my act for a long time, I feel like I'm going to officially retire that joke today, right now. Thank you, Joe. I don't know. I don't you know. Served me well. I'm, I'm. If you don't tell it the next time I see you on stage, I'm gonna get mad. So. <laughs> but yes, I totally know. I I totally understand uh, the uneven boob struggle. Although the struggle that you have gone through, I do not know. And you are a warrior and beautiful and fuck yes. And also, your husband is dope. Variety. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan, you got to keep that. If you don't do that joke, I'm going to be in the back like, do boobs, do boobs, and everyone is going to yeah, not understand. I just, I got to a point where I, I'll, it seems the only jokes I write are boob jokes anymore. I have to diversify my portfolio of genitalia jokes. Is a boob a genitalia, <laughs> or is that only for something below the hips? I don't know. That's a Why weird question, isn't it? I don't know either. I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. Boobs are more like chest testes. Chest testes. They're, they're mammaries. 
chesties. I think they're not genitalia. I think they're mammaries. Ah, yes. I mean, I'm sure they're mammaries, but I don't know if that puts them in the category. With... Right, right. Mm. Anyways, I think genitalia is only for reproductive organs, like organs used for the purpose of reproduction. Mm. Mm. Who knows? Possibly. Eighth grade health failed me. That was the only chance they yeah, got, I, and <laughs> it didn't. It didn't land. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know what it's called i know what i like that's all that matters <laughs> yeah um, from uh from anonymous he him um he says this is more of an affirmation than a confession first regarding farting all right it only took three confessions to get Woo! into farting <laughs> you are limiting yourselves to only one end of the digestive tract. My loving spouse, kind and sweet in every way, will casually let loose giant belches whenever the need or mood strikes her. She's loud and proud. Though our children <laughs> and, once upon a time, our guests would inevitably assume it's me. <laughs> uh, second, I'm a cis male and I pee sitting down. This is not new. When I was very young at summer camp, we would go to the bathroom in large groups. There were no urinals, just a disgusting long trough. I went pee and a couple kids laughed at me because I pulled my pants down. Well, excuse me. <laughs> I have never understood why men are okay pulling out their penis through a metal zipper. Seriously, can you imagine yeah. someone making a nursing bra with a metal zipper? You get your delicate parts caught once, and it's a lesson you won't soon forget. For the rest oh. of that summer, I went into a stall to pee and realized all the advantages Jordan has already listed and more. <laughs> At home, it's cleaner, it's kinder to female guests, the toilet seat is never left up, and it's much quieter. Why would anyone want to listen to the spray clearly audible outside of the bathroom? The camp story was a long, long time ago, nearly 60 years ago. So now it's not just about the noise. I just don't want people listening to my stream and evaluating my prostate health. Hippo, please. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Jordan, for your support. Men around the country need to know. Wait, wait can you do me a... Yes. Yes. So thank you, Jordan, for your support. Men around the country need to know there's a better option. I have thought this forever. So much that when I fantasize about writing it in an autobiography, I have always imagined the title to be IP Sitting Down and Other Details. Thank you. Amazing. Completely amazing. You know, I I keep hearing from more and more uh, people people that pee out of uh, a a penis that they feel like they they sit down also. So all these people coming out of the dick woods, and I'm thinking that it's actually some grand conspiracy that men actually prefer peeing standing up. I feel like that's all been contrived, and really the silent masses prefer sitting down. And it's time that everybody <laughs> rise up. Rise up like anonymous. By sitting can down. All, yes, rise up by sitting down. It is now the time to piss while you're sitting and free your, uh, I guess you're not really freeing freeing much other, other than uh, your ability to, you know, we've gone over the positives. You can listen on the other episodes if you feel like doing that extensive background research on this very inconsequential topic. But I think that more people do it than not. So- I would love tweet at do us. Do a poll. Exactly. I was just thinking, how do mm -hmm. we gather this data? Because I truly do feel like the we're we're stumbling upon some sort of like sociological ghost right now that's been governing the minds 
of everybody but really in reality we're all we're all much more similar than we are different which isn't that the case with everything it's all coming together yeah. i like it rise up and sit down <laughs> yes mm-hmm. um that is beautiful thank you mm-hmm. thank you so much sir uh next up from karen she her it's me the fanfic writer yes the tits mcgee oh. <laughs> tits mcgee uh, yeah <laughs> My confession this week is I apparently have no control over my creative process and my tolerance for dark subjects is not as robust as I thought. A phrase has been going through my brain for days, attack turtles of justice. Thinking this wasn't enough for a comic book chapter, I did research to find ideas for the further adventures of Super AG and Tits McGee. I listened to Gaslit Nation's Hiding in Plain Sight episodes about the Epstein-Maxwell's crimes, as well as Lawfare's July 9th, 2020 episode on the disenfranchisement of black folks from mass media and technology. I ended up hiding under the blankets for several hours afterward. So... For reasons I don't understand, all I can offer is a few sentences about tiny turtles invading Senate chambers with tiny subpoenas attached to their backs. Are they subpoena process servers dispatched by Jerry Nadler, reluctant as usual to act too quickly? Is this some vengeful act of nature, sending a plague of turtles to the highest halls of legislation? Or is it a Chulu call from the overlord turtle of them all, Mitch McConnell? Whatever the answer to this mystery is, amuse Republican senators, pick up the turtles and laugh at the tiny subpoenas directed at them. Disregarded proper hand washing, the entire Republican Senate is struck down with salmonella, which causes a satisfying disruption of their evil legislative plans. That's all I have for this week. Any other fan fiction writers are invited to comment. Dot, dot, dot. I love the Cthulhu. <laughs> the Cthulhu. Oh, Cthulhu. Call mm-hmm. Oh, McConnell. Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I said Chulu? I'm not sure what you said. I said Chulu. I said Chulu for sure. Wait, what is... So <laughs> I, for sure. I for sure said Chulu. <laughs> How do you... <laughs> what is... I've Now that you said Cthulhu, I've heard Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu what is that? Uh, you're going to have to Google Cthulhu for yourself. Mm, okay. That's just something that, that every... I think that every... Every nerd needs to learn on their own. God, the amount of the amount of references that are not in my brain. It makes me feel like I have a whole other life to live. Now, you know, if you go ahead and Google Cthulhu right now, kind of looks like the creature that was sent to us in the good news block from the Daily Beans on Friday. Ah, let me... Mm-hmm. I'm just now reflecting on all the times that I've heard Call of Cthulhu and then just, like, never looked up what it was. Oh, yes! Oh. (laughs) Wow. All right. Fictional cosmic entity created by writer H.P. Lovecraft and first Mm -hmm. introduced in the short story, The Call of Cthulhu. There we go. Published in the American Pulp Magazine Weird Tales in 1928. Damn, that's old. Uh Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Uh Mm-hmm. I, I I need to get into the world of monsters. Mm. I've I've He's been a good one. Yeah, he looks like what Davy Jones that that or the that fact that uh the villain in Pirates of the Caribbean is like mm-hmm. made yeah, after. I think he was modeled after that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Wow! Look at those chin tents, tentacles. That's short for tentacles. <laughs> chin tents. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thank you and thank you for your creativity always i always appreciate that 
always as in Mm -hmm. the two times but it's beautiful Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Quarantine Confessions. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Raycon, for supporting this podcast. You've probably heard me talk about my Raycon earbuds already. They make the best wireless earbuds anywhere and for a fraction of the usual cost. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but usually you drop 100 bucks or hundreds sometimes on a pair. But instead, check out the incredible wireless earbuds from Raycon. They started about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet. They have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, really rich, rich bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Uh, I love their wireless earbuds because they're comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts and audiobooks, and without any wires to get in the way. Uh, I always misplace my earbuds, but because Raycons are so affordable, I bought a couple of pairs. Raycons are much more comfortable than other wireless options I've tried. A lot of the other wireless earbuds give me a headache, but these are so, so comfortable, and I can wear them for hours. Um, There's no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls either. And the sound is so clear. It's no wonder celebrities like Melissa Etheridge say, quote, whenever I'm on tour, I'm listening to Raycon earbuds. Awesome sound. They're rocking. Get them. Oh, I will, um, because I want to listen to Melissa Etheridge on them now. So pick up your pair of Raycon wireless earbuds and see what the hype is all about. Now is the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash starburns. That's buyraycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash starburns for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash starburns. All right, so next up uh, is from Helen. And Helen says, the virus has made one of my favorite daily pastimes something of a morning ordeal. Every time I have uh, to glove up like I'm performing neurosurgery to bring in my newspaper because I'm addicted to doing the New York Times crossword every day. Yes. In ink, I might add. Not a brag or anything. Helen, I do it in ink, too, and it's totally a brag, and it's fine. Um, (laughs) She says, "I, I have an elaborate routine that involves spraying Section A with disinfectant and letting it mature on the porch. Then I put the rest of the paper in the microwave and nuke it. My confession is that on a couple of occasions, I have ignited a fire in the microwave, (laughs) but never fear. The crossword puzzle was okay. I'm 66, and luckily, this plague hasn't negatively affected my social life too much. My husband and I are really good at solitary occupations. My heart goes out to all the young people who find their lives disrupted. It's trauma, yes, but it will be okay. This sort of thing has happened before in human history. We are being presented with the opportunity to reflect, be introspective, and help others. I have seen remarkable solidarity and concern as my many eccentric and otherwise reclusive neighbors have reached out to offer help to one another. I think we will ultimately be all right and good will prevail. Those psychopaths in D.C. can go fuck themselves. <laughs> we will retain our humanity. Love you guys from a raging granny in the Pacific Northwest. That's awesome. Uh, I have taken to not having the New York Times delivered to my house anymore. I do the New York Times crossword uh electronically i have a subscription to do it on my iphone i can't get past thursday helen so does it get increasingly difficult or more difficult yep monday i can do in under three minutes tuesday takes me about 12 minutes wednesday takes me like a half an hour thursday fuck all friday saturday i don't even look at it Uh, who uh, who wants to have the hardest puzzle on saturday i feel like they should start with the easiest one on saturday Right, put the hard one on Monday. Exactly, exactly. Uh, maybe it's a, maybe it's a way to make Monday less like more bearable is to give well, you a nice yeah. easy crossword puzzle. That's true. You're like, well, 
I just got chewed out by my boss for sucking last week, but at least I finished that crossword puzzle in under three minutes. <laughs> that might be nice. You don't have a boss. That's how you know that wasn't a reference to you, AG. <laughs> Even though it was that. <laughs> okay. Um, do you feel like you learn new words consistently when you do those? Uh, the crossword puzzles, yeah, sometimes, but most most often you most often you learn what crossword words are. There's very common reused words that show up in, in new and interesting ways. But there, there's a lot of words that have to be used in crossword puzzles to make them work. Yeah, like Olio and Elon, and okay. you know, and you and you you start to get used to those repetitive sort of structural words right. that are the glue that hold Lots the rest of, of the words together. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. I would have never thought about that. That's really interesting. I yeah, I find I only ask because I've been thinking of um, I want to just start learning like words again you know that would be nice and i find in in my old age it's uh hard to retain new information you know so <laughs> if anyone has any cool like vocab apps i could just google that myself but if you have one that you personally like send it my way i'm trying to learn new shit so i don't say stuff like new shit you should start doing the New York Times crossword puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. If you can just do it online for sure. It's pretty amazing. And I mean, it keeps you sharp. And and, and it's not just words. There's also clues and themes and mm-hmm. funny little weirdnesses that help you put the puzzle together and figure out the really long answers, you know, to clues and stuff like that. So it's it's it really gets you thinking. Yeah, totally. Thank you for that. Um, next up from... Mambly glam pronoun she her uh she says okay let me preface this by saying my six-year-old son makes this really high-pitched sigh when he laughs and his buddies have started making it too i hear it from his room a lot when they're facetiming that's so cute uh so my 19 year old daughter and i are sitting on the sofa and we hear what sounds like the laugh sigh but it's on repeat at first we thought it was him but then he asked what it was while it was happening then we realized it was coming from the Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen, and it definitely wasn't the laugh sigh. As it got faster and faster, we started accusing each other of having poured on the Bluetooth. None of us were connected. The only person close enough to connect to our kitchen speaker would be our elderly neighbor. I have nicknamed Shuffles. Shuffles was watching porn while connected to our Bluetooth speaker. None of us can unhear that. Oh my god. Okay. I wonder if he is confused about why he can't hear it. Now Shuffles needs a new nickname. I guess a decent person would have turned the speaker off, but we turned it up and laughed uncontrollably for the next 15 minutes. We're going to hell and we aren't even sorry. Oh my god. That's so so fucking funny. Everybody go to quarantineconfessionspod.com and submit your ideas for Shuffle's new nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh no. That's so funny. Oh my god. Also, 15 minutes. That's a a pretty nice run time there. Not too long, not too short. It's the Goldilocks of Gangbang. (laughs) Probably the best thing about this story is imagining the confusion and and how long it took until you realized what was going on, <laughs> yeah. like why there were porn sounds coming out of your Bluetooth, yeah. and 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 I just want to like I just want to see you putting it together, like 
I want to see your face as as the dots are connected. Like what's right. happening? It's shuffles. Right. And the arc oh, from thinking Lord. it was a sound coming from your small child to learning it was just mm-hmm. porn. <laughs> That's like <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I thought I thought you were gonna say when it was repetitive, you realized that your son was just crying, which I thought was gonna be like hilarious for some reason. But but that's that's so much. That's so funny. That's like the worst. Oh my gosh! That is how does that, that belongs as a that belongs as a recurring bit in a television sitcom right 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 yeah the things that keep connecting to the bluetooth teaker teaker <laughs> um speaker i feel i feel like it's almost more intimate than if you were actually just hearing someone having sex just you know ero e ero you know <laughs> because that's like i feel like it, yeah if it's not only like now you now you've taken a journey into the inner psyche of Shuffles's mind with with you hearing that. Now you know like what Shuffles is into. I wonder if there is any way Yeah. I wanna know I wanna to know tell details. what kinds. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like oh was it gosh. a German up, upper decker? Was it a uh, girl like like what kind of porn are we talking about? Yeah. Talking about totally. alligator fuckhouse, kidney donkey punch like what like what is yeah i mean there's so much out there there's a world of porn out there literally it's Mm -hmm. just that's so funny oh my god that is so funny and now though i'm sitting here thinking about how horrifying that is if i've like if that's ever happened on my behalf like i will never connect to a person's bluetooth speaker that lives within a five mile radius of me ever again (laughs) i don't think (laughs) (laughs) probably Uh. for the best yeah, that's great. <laughs> I've got two quick confessions here. The first comes from at half Savin, um, and that is pronouns he, him. And he says, I have a quote unquote new best friend. You see, I found this friend because I was wearing a mask. I was at a drugstore and yes, it was required. And no, I was not wearing a mask because it was required. <laughs> So anyhow, the drugstore also sells wine and beer, and I was picking up a six-pack. When I got to the counter and the clerk asked for my ID, I said, wow, if this, mask's ma- if this mask makes me look that young, I'm wearing it forever. And as I held up my driver's license, I added, and you are now my new best friend. You see, I'm 54 years old, and let's say, without a mask, I look it. <laughs> nice. And then Snorty McSnortface uh, sent this into us, and this is really touching. This is a pronouns he, him. He, it's very short, and Snorty McSnortface says just this. I guess this is good news. I just went on short-term disability due to stress, anxiety, and mental health issues. It's been a bad three to six months, and I'm also seeking a therapist now. So thanks for writing in for the with that, Snorty, because I know that there's a lot of people out there that um, that you know that might want to also seek that kind of help and and just aren't sure if it's the right time or you know there's a lot of uncertainty out there so we appreciate you sending that in totally all right next up from terry pronoun she her terry says since being under quarantine i've obviously been unable to go to the gym i must confess that i'm becoming lazier and lazier in regards to my exercise so i made a pack with myself 
I read that if you want to start a new habit, you must tie it with an existing one. Oh, that's so smart. So I made a new rule. Before every shower, I must do some exercise. I picked burpees. I plan to start with just one burpee and add one more each time. Here's my confession. While I have worked up to doing 18 burpees so far, I have also gone as much as three days without showering. (laughs) (laughs) I've discovered that's the max I could go because the nights are getting hotter and I need to sleep with a fan. My stench blowing back on me keeps me awake. Love the pod. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Oh, God. I I sort of saw the glitch in your plan, Sherry. When you said you were attaching it to showering, I, I was like, mm, mm, yeah. yeah, showering yeah. is not enough of a reward. Uh, exactly. To, to, you know, <laughs> so like I have taken to getting on the treadmill and doing my animal crossing. My you know, my first hour of animal crossing uh, in, in the day is usually just getting all my animal crossing chores finished. So I've, I've combined those two things now and I can't get onto animal crossing and play it unless I put my ass on the treadmill while I'm doing it. So that's my latest. And I used to do the thing when we could go to gyms, I wasn't allowed to have my morning coffee until after I worked out, which for that coffee was like a real incentive to get up early workout and then go get my coffee. So you know, yeah, shower. I was like, mm, this is going somewhere bad. I can, I can, I, I, I feel smelliness in your future with that. <laughs> with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. But thank you for that confession. That's a good one. Next yeah. one is from Theodore. Theodore. Uh, and Theodore says, apologies if you've talked about this already, but the Christian terrorists uh, and Republican demogorgon Matt Shea is not running for Washington State House. He must have finally creeped out, uh, creeped out God with his shit. <laughs> Even better, I've got involved in donating via Act Blue after listening to your friend opening arguments, po- your friend's opening arguments podcast. I donated back in January. Uh, just because I felt I should do a little bit for the first time ever to a candidate, and I also also a candidate out of my district. A few weeks ago, that very candidate, Chris Armitage, Washington State U.S. House District 5, trying to turn over an incumbent Trumpling, called me personally on my phone, and we talked for seven-plus minutes on a Saturday. Shortly afterward, I started to feel more vigorous about this next election, and after a few emails with said candidate, I had donated one magnitude more to his primary and the same amount to three other potential flip candidates, one local and two others on the East Coast. I did so because in my Seattle-Tacoma U.S. House District, we have a progressive candidate, Sarah Smith, think AOC, that in 2018 got only 26% of the vote over a moderate 22-year incumbent Democrat. She had only $15,000 in, in the bank. Uh, I could I could have helped but didn't because I used to feel I could not really help in American society and policy decisions, let alone in a solid Democrat, in solid Democrat areas. Between opening arguments in the Daily Beans and especially engaging with candidates on the phone for a few minutes, it's really changed me, charged me to, excuse me, changed me to do more. I felt progressive for so many years but never sought to give back because of tumbleweeds. I now feel truly progressive. Woot. Thank you, Theodore. Yes. Ah, I love this podcast community. Mm-hmm. So cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Our, our Everybody's so cool. The best. The best. Yeah. Yeah. They're seriously so cool. Thank you. Um, all right. Our final quarantine confession comes from Kate. Kate says, when I opened up this margarine, there's a, there's a photo attached for the listeners. 
Uh, when I opened up this margarine, I bought, it looked like Mango Unchained himself, so I added eyebrows. See picture below. We keep it in the <laughs> fridge and use it as the source of all our problems and the butt of every joke. If you lose your glasses, burn toast, or stub your toe in my house, you yell, ah, it's that fucking Trump butter's fault. <laughs> it is also a money prop to pull out of the fridge when arguing. Uh, no matter what we are bickering about, when we see this puckered little face, we always laugh and then redirect our anger at him. It's therapeutic, and as long as we don't eat it, it's totally fat-free. <laughs> That's so funny. This it is really like weird. Trump. Wow. That is so weird. That's like, that is the butter to the Jesus mm-hmm. toast. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. It does. It looks just like, um, it just looks, it, it, you, we'll, we'll have to tweet this out too. Can you, Jordan, can you tweet out? That animal picture from the uh, yes, Good absolutely. News block on Daily Beans. And can you tweet out the Trump butter? This is absolutely. amazing. And I love that you pull it. I love that it, it becomes the, the scapegoat for everything in your home that goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm so impressed by so many of our listeners' like functional relationships. Just hearing the various mm-hmm. ways that they like handle arguments or like let them go and stuff. It's very inspiring. Thank you for that. Y'all yeah, are killing it. It gives me a lot of ideas, too. <laughs> yes, so, definitely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. That was our last one. Yeah, that was it. That's all of our quarantine confessions for the week. Again, if you want to submit, go to quarantineconfessionspod.com and uh, click on the contact menu. You'll see uh, there's many different things you can submit on that website, including good news, quarantine confessions, corrections, just a nice wanting to say hi. Uh, you can also, if you uh, have an idea for one of our happy hour themes, you can you can submit that there too. And then you can also sign up to be a patron or sponsor someone. Uh, who might not be able to afford it right now because of COVID. We've got a new patron sponsorship program. And as a patron, you know, you get the episodes early, you get them ad-free, you get our newsletter, my personal research notes, um, access to all of our closed social media groups, and uh, early access to the happy hour, which starts at four for patrons on Pacific time and five for the public. So uh, head to uh, quarantineconfessionspod.com. Everything that you need to know, everything you always wanted to know about us and more will be there at that site. And you can get a lot of stuff done. So thank you very much. Anything else you want to add, Jordan, before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, I wanted to throw this out there. So I want to do another dollar for dollar match for some BLM organizations. If you all want to get in on that, if you just hit me up on Twitter at Jordan's confused, or you can DM me and just however much money you're, you're down with someone wants to like commit to a couple hundred dollars or, or whatever you're able to give, I can like amass smaller donation dollar amounts, but then I'll put it out to my followers and then get people to match it and yeah just double double some money and keep donating and keep signing petitions and stuff and stay active in racial justice movement so that would it's it seems it seems like a good time to do that yeah awesome thanks for doing that jordan totally easy way easy way to make an impact yes and and it really really helps every every single dollar helps so thank you Mm -hmm. very much Mm -hmm. um all right since we don't have a sign off for the show Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell with quality assurance by Kanai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joelle Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is quarantineconfessionspod.com. <laughs>